Hey, thank you to Helix for sponsoring this podcast. Adam has had his Helix mattress for almost a year now, and he's loving it. It's it's actually hard to get him up. In fact, he won't stop talking about it. You'll understand what we mean when he goes into detail. Thank you for the detail, Adam, later on the episode. But for now, we want to tell our listeners about a special deal going on. Our Sleepy Time Pal Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and... As if that's not enough, two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash Paula. That's helixsleep.com slash Paula. This is their best offer yet, and I'll bet it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Here we go. Coming to you live from the Ray Horseman Studio in North Hollywood, California, it's Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, your comedy field guide to life. Tonight, houseplants. Why do they always die? You bring home an African orchid, a fiddly fig, a spider plant, they all perish, making your living room a wasteland of desiccation and death. Will your Chinese money plant survive? Don't bet on it. Will your prayer plant rise up? Not a prayer. Will your Madagascar crown of thorns bloom? More likely, it will become the cross you bear. Houseplants, must they all go gentle into that good night? Danae Hurst, author of Houseplants for All, How to Fill Any Home with Happy Plants, is here to color our thumbs green. I'm Adam Felber, the man who every week tries to prune our conversational flowers so they grow along the same topical branch. And now, please welcome the woman who grafts a topical lily onto the stem of a conversational yucca and never looks back. It's Paula Poundstone. Hey! Oh, yeah. Welcome, Paula. And a big welcome back to tonight's house band percussionist Omar Leva. Paula. Fantastic, Omar. Yeah, Thank you. Absolutely fantastic. Hey, how are you? Uh, we're we're missing a familiar face tonight. I know it's weird. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah. Our producer, Tony Anita Hull. She's not here. She's off on a cruise ship. No, did you see the picture she posted? No. Yeah, she's on an iceberg. She's an iceberg. <laughs> yeah. Apparently the ship hit so yeah, she's like clinging. They hit an iceberg, but the iceberg didn't sink? Uh no, the iceberg didn't sink. No, wow. she's clinging they to the They should probably top build those cruise the... ships on icebergs then. Yeah, she's clinging to the top of the iceberg. Uh I Things don't know. are falling apart here already. It's not e- And you know what really sucks? What? Here's what really sucks. Tom Hanks was supposed to be here tonight. Oh, was he? And I just left him. He's pricing juicers over at Roger Federer's appliance store. This is a big mess of not true right Th- here. No, this is absolutely true. Uh-huh. And as you know, he won't come on the show unless we meet several criteria, one of which is Tony Anita Hull wearing her Greek peplos. Which she does frequently. And I assumed that she was going to be here tonight. Thank right. you for wearing your Argyle sweater vest. You're welcome. And uh, and now, is her peplos here somewhere? Could I... You could probably, to, yeah, she keeps, she has a Peplos closet here at Ray Horseman Studios. I could try to put it on. I don't yeah, know if could, we're going to be able to fool Tom Hanks. You could try that. He's, uh, you know, he's a world-famous actor. He's certainly been to Greece. He knows his way around a Peplos. Oh, I don't like the way you phrased that, but yes. <laughs> um, yeah, these, he knows his pe- way around a Peplos. These are going to go to waste. That uh-huh. was one of the things Tom Hanks insisted on. I don't know that these are Tom Hanks' demands or your version of them. No, these are Tom Hanks' demands. And okay. every time, like I got the Petty Fours and then he said, no, Adam has to wear the Argyle sweater vest. Yeah. And then we got the Argyle sweater vest. Thank I'm going to be honest it. with you. I and feel like you're just fucking with the rest of us and no, making I'm me wear the sweater vest and Tony you, wear the Tom peplos. Tom Hanks yeah. has promised 
that he will come. He's across the street. I spoke with him tonight. Okay. Uh, the only person I saw across the street at what you call Roger Federer's appliance store, which is, in fact, Federer's discount damaged appliance store here on Miranda Street. No, you're thinking of the other one. That's no, I'm on thinking the other of the one that's the right over there. No, that's on the other end of the street. They're no. copycats. No, they're yeah, not. Yeah, Roger Federer is suing the shit out of that guy. He's really not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but in, back in the real world, uh, yeah. we're going to have to run this show just you and me and God help us, Captain Crinkle over there, Bonnie uh, Burns. Yeah, that's, without that's Tony. not going to That's not going to go well. <laughs> There's... What the <laughs> hell was that? Captain Grinkle's in the house. Yes. Yeah. One of the yeah. things Tony was really good at was kind of keeping keeping Captain... the lid on Captain Grinkle. Exactly. Yeah. I'm sorry, she's not here. Yeah, she's... By the way, we are continuing our hundredth caller contest. No, we're not. Uh, tonight. That at, ended. Uh, our hundredth caller. No, we're nowhere near finished. Our hundredth caller wins any appliance from Roger Federer's appliance store and a chance to hang out after the game. With Adam Felber. Right, which I am, I'm withdrawing that because I never wanted that to happen. No, you just that's sprung not true. that on me. I didn't just spring it on you. It's great. It's fantastic. I never agreed to that. And people have been calling in and they're so excited about it. So thank you, Adam. Now, Adam, answer the phone. I answer really the phone. think we can just not. Okay. Answer the phone, Adam. Hello? Adam? Yes. I knew it. I knew it. Adam Felber? Oh, it's 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 uh, Anna Ivy or whatever the uh, hell you are. Cher Eva. Cher Eva. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not the hundredth caller, am I? No, you're not, Cher. I knew it. Okay. I knew it. You're caller number 27, to my uh, knowledge. Uh, oh, oh, yes, I knew that. Okay. Uh, Adam, uh, yes. as you know, uh, I uh, have the gift. Um, of what? Uh, uh, I see things. Uh, so you have the gift of sight. Uh, I see the... Because I also I the, have the gift of sight. I, I can see, I see the, things. I see the future. Oh. And uh, I am a pet uh, psychic as well as yes. uh, a regular psychic. Yeah. I like that, psychic, you, I like that you bring your own backstory with you, Cheryl, uh, so that uh, we don't have to... Re- I don't have to recap. Adam, your dog wants a different kind of food. What? Your dog. My dog. Yeah. My dog, my dog, whose name is, is your dog, your dog. Come on, you come on. You, you're, I actually told you my dog's name two weeks ago. Your little, little dog. Little dog, little yeah. Little dog, yeah. Yes, that's not dog. her name. That's not her name, yeah, Sarah. Come uh, on. Use uh, those psychic powers and uh, tell me my dog's name. Your little dog, Luna. I remember. That's right. Luna. That's... I, I didn't remember. I know. I, I knew you didn't it. remember. I you knew know. It. Okay. I knew it. Okay. Uh, and uh, she wants cat food. She wants cat food. <laughs> Yes. Are, are you sure about this? Yes. Because she has the opportunity to grab cat food because we do, in fact, have a cat as well. Yes. And she doesn't eat yes. the cat I food. I knew that. I knew it. Okay. I knew it. Oh, really? Yeah. What's uh, my cat's name? Uh, your cat? Yes. Is a... Uh, uh, cat? Four-legged four cat? Yeah, four-legged four cat. cat. You have a four-legged cat. Yes. 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 I knew it. That's a pretty high I, percentage answer there. I knew it. Uh-huh. I knew it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, it, uh, its name is... is uh, his name is is, is 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 sure sure surely no no no, <laughs> no well you no. call me back when you get that name okay uh, sure Eva uh, well listen Adam I'm I'm gonna call back after I check in with your cat oh okay and see if you can find out her name from her would you share yeah certainly yeah. Yes, uh, it was good uh, talking with you. It was interesting talking with you as well. Uh, yeah. uh, less emotionally fraught than many of our callers. Now, um, Paula, last week you talked about failing your midterm. I did. I failed my midterm. For your uh, black belt at, in at Taekwondo? My, yeah, from my black belt. Uh, well, it was really from my mid-black belt. 
Um, it, mid black. It's a, yeah, it's a it's a mid black belt. Uh, what there's does that several. Mean? You 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 don't you don't just go from a red belt to a black belt. There's a lot of testing in the middle. Okay. Ah, uh, it's like eighty bucks a shot. It feels like a scam. Ah, uh, maybe. Okay. Ah. Uh, but I did do you the testing. You your midterm again. because they ask you to do it. The, the exercises backwards. They asked me to do the forms in the reverse order of like originally it was like I don't know white belt, yellow belt, orange belt, whatever it was, right? Right. Uh, all and the you'd way up memorize to red belt. all the forms up through there. Right. And this time they said do red belt, then brown belt, then blue belt. I was fucked after red belt. Which uh, really makes me worry about you on the streets at night. Yeah. Because there's oh, so yeah. few muggers and assaulters of other kind that will actually walk through the forms. Yeah, they have from to come in the right up. order. Yeah. Or I can't do anything. So I, I did the, uh, and, and you have to do a fitness test. Um, but he has this big chart up, my teacher does. He has this big chart up with. Um, How close uh, he is to the down payment on his condo? No, they have. <laughs> no, he's got that. Um, <laughs> just from me. They have. Um, Different criteria for passing uh-huh. according to your age. Okay. Uh, now, I, let me just say that I passed the fitness test that was for, like, the young people. You did? Uh, yeah, I did. And when you say um, young people, you mean how old? Uh, like I don't know. five? No, no. But, like, you know, I don't know, 20s. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, like, like that. you are but as fit as a young 60 person. 60-year-olds, I passed that, like, way, way beyond. You, here's just one example. I, I, I planked for two minutes and 35 seconds. I can plank longer than that, but I was called upon to plank for two minutes That's and a lot of planking. That is a lot of planking. Whereas the 60-year-olds, right. um, you can smoke a cigarette for two and a half minutes and you're and in. Counts. And you passed. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I was very proud of myself. So you did a fitness I... test and then you, did you retake the midterm? Yeah. How'd you do? Uh, great. This time we did it forward. Oh. So, yeah. you, so if you were to take it the way that you took it a couple of weeks ago, you'd fail again. Adam, answer the phone. What? Answer the phone. I, I'm not sure I want to, but okay. Yeah, go ahead. Um, answer the phone. All right. Uh, Hello? Uh, am I the 100th caller? Oh, um, no, you're not. You're caller number 28. Who is this? Uh, to whom am I speaking? What do you mean, to who are you speaking? You called my, my, my podcast. Uh, you don't know me? Uh, uh, I I'm, called the 100th caller contest. Right. I'm Adam Nobody Felber. Listen- I'm the co-host of Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone. Well, it is so nice to meet you. I'm Gladdy Pilgrim. Uh, President Trump's next Supreme Court appointment. <laughs> oh, well, uh, welcome, Gladdy. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Am I the 100th caller? You are not. As uh, I said, you're the 28th. I, I said that already. That's very unfair. It's not unfair. That's it's very it's, unfair. No, it's not unfair. It's how that's it works. That's the kind of thing that when I'm in the Supreme Court, we will not have. Now, Gladdy, tell me something. Are you currently a judge? Adam, I am currently unemployed, but President Trump is keeping his promise to bring jobs. And thanks to President Trump and the good Lord, I will be a Supreme Court person. Are you sure about this? Uh, Yes. How do you know? Because what the good Lord can't see to, the Republicans will enforce. Okay. But aren't there a lot of other unemployed people who might get that Supreme Court seat before you, Gladdy? The Lord would like me to have it. Are you sure? Um, the Lord and President Trump. I am. Uh, have you seen the picture of uh, uh, in the Oval Office uh-huh. where the people put their hands on him and pray? Yes, that's I'm deeply near his creepy. Elbow. You're there. I'm there. I pray for his elbow. You prayed for his elbow. Oh, were you praying for specific body parts? That's how we do it. We divvy up the body parts. Okay, but most of you were just praying for his shoulders and his arms. It looked like. Yeah. Nobody was praying for his heart. Paula White prayed for his penis, but I will not do that. Paula White. Uh huh. Is she a friend of yours? He's his spiritual advisor. 
Oh, okay. Oh, right. Okay. She prayed for his penis? Yeah, that's the body part that she chose. How do you know this? Uh, the Lord. Okay, now when you say the Lord, are you talking about you, a direct line of communication that with the correct. Almighty? That is correct, which is another reason why I'm a perfect choice for a Supreme Court. I'm just person. not quite sure. I'm not quite sure that you yeah, are. Yes, because we want to bring fairness. 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 Right. Uh, to, and what will you do as Supreme Court, Court Justice? Uh, just uh, as... I will bring fairness. Okay. When the, when the cases come before me, right. I will bring fairness through the Lord. Okay, so like when it's a big antitrust case, let's say, that a- you anti- know, the, the big... Antitrust? Antitrust, like uh-huh. the, the big... Where um, someone just stops trusting? No, it's a legal term, meaning that uh, somebody is uh, unfairly exercising monopoly power, for Well, instance. that is not right, when someone unfairly... Exercises monopoly exercises. power? So that means they were the thimble? The thimble? That's not in the game anymore. No, 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 no. This has nothing to do with the game Monopoly, oh. or only tangentially to do with the game Monopoly. <laughs> I'm feeling like we might be reaching the end of this call, don't you? Uh, uh, well, I will call back. Uh, you don't I have to. I will call back because at, you are Adam Filber. I am, I am. I would so much like to hang out with you after the game. <laughs> I really don't want that to happen, but uh, thank you well, for calling. Well, when I'm a Supreme Court person, yes. I will be able to decide. If I hang out with you after the game? Yes. yes. I don't think that's how the Supreme Me, Court works. Me, the Lord, and Donald Trump. Wow. Uh, well, thanks for calling. It was it was so nice talking with you, Adam uh, Felber. Yes, it was nice talking with you as well. Um, c- c- can we hang up now? You see, here's a problem I have. Letty, is it? Gladdy. 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 Here's a problem I have. Gladdy Pilgrim. As there's no physical phone here, I never know how to end these conversations. I would love to have a just one of those things where I could just hang up on you, you know, Gladdy? Hmm. But I don't have one. So I don't I actually don't know how to mean. stop you Use from your talking. Hey and set, Adam. Yeah, well, we Use don't have one set. here. I, I'm, I'm questioning whether you're actually on the phone at all. Of course I'm on the phone. Because <laughs> I can't mean? hang out. I'm speaking to you directly through the phone, just the way the Lord speaks directly to me. All right, this is upsetting on so many levels. The, uh, but I, again, Gladdy, thanks for it's calling. It's Pilgrim. It's very good talking to you. I'll call back. Please don't. Okay, Paula. Vocabulary words. Oh my gosh, what was I doing? Yes, I have a word, Adam. Oh, of course you do. It's prandial. Prandial? Yes. It's an adjective that means of or relating to a meal. Yes. Here, I'll use it in a sentence. When I was growing up, our family's prandial conversations often turned to my hair. Really? Yeah. What a sad dinner table. Yeah, it kind of was, honestly. That's that's too bad. food, though. Uh, Now, I've only heard the word prandial used in a conjunction with the word post. Postprandial people pre, talk about it. Preprandial and postprandial. Yeah. yeah, these are uh, these are postprandial also, walk. Also uh, uses. In fact, Captain Colbibba was a fine man, but our prandial conversation was cut short one night. Oh, that's right. Oh, look, everyone. It's Mrs. Culpepper, our so, favorite denuded so widowed hand you, puppet. Adam Felba. Good to see you, Mrs. Culpepper. What were you saying about Prandial? Well, uh, one night, uh, Captain Culpepper. Your husband. And my, uh, yes, my beloved. Uh, our Prandial conversation was cut short. By a, a knock at the door, I'm guessing. Uh, no, it was not a knock at the door. Oh, uh, uh, the captain took ill. Oh, the captain took ill? Yes. Oh, and then you had to nurse him back to health. Uh, I was unable to do so. Uh, oh, Adam Felba. Oh, he had to nurse himself back to health. Uh, no, he did not come back to health. Oh, no. No, uh, he had uh, uh, was struck with uh, tyrotoxism. Oh, the uh, poisoning from uh, milk or cheese or other dairy that products. That is correct. That yes. Is, uh, it was a cheese uh, that poisoned him uh, with uh, tyrotoxism. Well, that's that's terrible, Mrs. Culpepper, yeah, but it, really, I don't want to. It, it really made the post-prandial 
uh, conversation uh, almost nil. I, I'd imagine most of the postprandial conversation was with paramedics in this case. That is correct. <laughs> yeah, and, and and they're terrible at small yeah, I talk. Remember the word blue kept being used. Blue. Yeah, he turned blue. He did turn blue. He did. He turned right blue. there at the he dinner stopped, table. Stopped. I thought it was at a retirement party. Uh no, it was not at a retirement party, was it? Yeah, well, I, <laughs> I, I, I seem to remember. Maybe it was just a song lyric. Uh, yeah, I don't think it was a retirement party. He was just at dinner with you, and you were having Gouda we, for dinner? We, it was the Gouda the gun! Oh, I, sorry, I jumped the gun there, Mrs. Culpepper. How did you happen to know that, well, Adam Felber? Well, you have mentioned it on this show anywhere between 50 and 100 times. Uh, yes, well, it was a tragic event. It does sound but, like uh, it's really uh, left its mark on you. Uh, yes, and it cut short our prandial conversation. I, I wanted the chance to use that in a sentence. Well, you did, and that was uh, really well done, Mrs. Culpepper. Now, tell Thank me, did his, did his tongue bloat? I understand that sometimes happens. Uh, he, his tongue did bloat. Yeah. Which was one of the things that I said in the uh, postprandial conversation. Uh, with the paramedics? Uh, yeah, with no reply. Oh, to him? Yes. Oh, oh, dear Captain, uh, you're, said, Captain tell me exactly what you said. I said, Captain, uh, is it me or is your tongue bloating? And he didn't reply. He said, oh. <laughs> Tragic, tragic death. That's deeply tragic. tragic. All right. Tragic death. All right. Well, um, thank, thank uh, you, Mrs. Culpepper. You know, Adam, as you know, memory is not my strong point. No, it isn't. In fact, I, I honestly forgot what my strong point is. So I've turned to my musical gifts to create a vocabulary song to help me keep these words in the top drawer of my brain. But it doesn't seem to be working. It does, Adam. It does. Yeah, it does? Okay. Well, yeah. uh... It does. Here. Got... <laughs> Here. Yeah. S- solicism. Solicism. Error in social behavior. Huh? Yeah, but you you, you had that one locked down before we started doing this uh, vocabulary song. Okay. What, what about inimical? I don't know. Antagonistic? Uh, I know what that means. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're saying words at me, Paula Poundstone. Yeah. What is well, it? I remember those words. Okay. Partly because I have them written down over here, but <laughs> that's what I was going to say. You seem to read these lyrics as you as you sing but, you this. You know, yeah, I'm trying to make sure the words stick in my head. But the other thing is, Adam, we have listeners, right? Yeah, and so the vocabulary song isn't just for me. You know, if you're a I listener mean, look- out there and you want to just like do a quick and dirty recording of yourself into your phone singing Paula's song without looking at a lyric sheet. I would love to hear that. Well, keep in mind, uh, I don't want to make listeners uh, feel like what they do isn't good enough. But remember, Cardi B is working on a vocabulary song. Now, you have said that a couple yeah. of times. Yeah, it's true. You you even sung a tiny snippet of one I did, uh, last yeah. week, two yeah. weeks ago. I've forgotten it, but I did. Yeah. All right, here's what I got this week. This week's word is prandial. It's an adjective that means of or relating to a meal. I don't like the mashed potatoes with the peel. That can be a prandial conversation. Last week's word was myrmidon. It's a noun that means follower or subordinate of a powerful person, especially one who's willing to engage in dishonest activities. Who could that be beats me? I am flabbergasted. That was a full-on triangle solo there. It was. Um, And let's never forget Gallimafree. It's a noun that means confused jumble or medley of things. Like this. Hodgepodge, who's pudge? Wait a minute. He, uh, oh, no. You're Uh, lost in your own memory song. Adam doesn't think my song is replicable, 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 but I do. I do, I do, I do, 
Boy, that really sticks with you. It really doesn't. <laughs> uh, oh, Thank well, you very Captain Crinkle, Captain Crinkle, yeah, Captain Crinkle, very supportive. Now, I want to, I want to point out. I'm so something. sorry, Tony's not here right now. She's being keelhauled on the Queen Mary. Keelhauled on the yeah. Queen Mary. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she's relaxing on a on no, a princess cruise. No, you didn't line. see the picture up on. She posted it. The one from the iceberg. Uh, no, after that. Wow, no, I didn't yeah, see that. Yeah, keelhauled on the Queen Mary. Wow, what uh, did she do to uh, deserve that? I don't know. Something in the bar. Uh, I'm uh, sure. She's so supportive of my vocabulary song. She is. She likes uh, your vocabulary song, but she can only remember the parts that don't involve actual vocabulary words. No, one of the problems with you and my vocabulary song is you're a little inimical. Emma, what does that mean? Mm, it means uh, antagonistic. Now, you, look, you looked it up. You looked it up. <laughs> no, nothing wrong with looking stuff up. Uh, yes, there is if you're trying to memorize something. No, well, you got to start from somewhere. Okay. Uh, I just want to say about the replicability of it. Yeah. Replicable. Yeah. Singing replicable three times doesn't make the song replicable. You know what? I seem replicable. I seem replicable, replicable, replicable. Which does what? <laughs> well, it's two different ways of singing the word, and that helps. Well, that is that is absolutely true. Uh-huh. It means can be repeated. Yes, it, it certainly does. Coming up, philosopher Jean-Jacques Rousseau wrote, Plant and your spouse plants with you. Weed and you weed alone. How about growing something that doesn't require weeding? House plants. But can you keep them alive? Danae Hurst, author of the upcoming book House Plants for All, How to Fill Any Home with Happy Plants, will tell us how to keep house plants alive when we return to Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone. Hey, Paula, it's been almost a year now since I got my Helix mattress. And as you remember, there was some drama surrounding Helix mattresses. Because oh, when oh my Helix gosh. first sponsored us, Bonnie took the mattress and yeah. she's been loving it. But finally, I got my chance to get a Helix mattress and I sleep so well. I mean, the family bed is where we all gather. We watch movies in, in our room occasionally and everybody just piles on it and it it's comfy. And yet when one person hops on, the other half of the mattress doesn't fly up. I'm a fan. Well, you know, Adam, everybody is unique and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions plus enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night. And if your spine needs some extra TLC, they got you. Every Helix mattress has a hybrid design combining individually wrapped steel coils in the base with premium foam layers on top. It is the perfect combination of comfort and support. I agree with that last bit. I don't get all the technical stuff about the mattress, but it is soft and supportive. Helix offers 20 unique mattresses, the award-winning Lux, which I got, and ultra-premium Elite Collections, the Helix Plus, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and the Helix Kids mattress designed for growing bodies and endorsed by child sleep experts, and my daughter now wants one. So, 
How will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? You go to their website, take the Helix sleep quiz, and you find your perfect mattress match in under two minutes. You know, when you said you can't follow all the technical stuff, it's really not that technical. You know, uh, no matter what way you sleep, they have a mattress that will support and comfort you. How hard is that? Uh, You know, when you say it that way, it seems a lot simpler. I take it back. That's my boner. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. And Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Well, I like that there's a warranty, but they can pry that mattress from my cold, dead hands. I took the sleep quiz. I was matched with the Helix Midnight Lux. I got the Lux. And I love it. It is such an upgrade from my old mattress. You know, I think Bonnie got the Midnight Lux. She did. Too. Yeah. You're not here. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to take Adam's word for it? Well, you got Bonnie's word. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Your Sleepy Time Pal Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. That's a lot, and it's already not that expensive a mattress. Go to helixsleep.com slash Paula. That's helixsleep.com slash Paula. This is their best offer yet. It's fantastic. It won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Well, not right now. And if you're going to get it anyway, use our code. On this day in unremarkable history, Mary said, Jesus, Joseph, can't we just stop and ask directions? We're going to end up in a barn again. All right, Paula, we're back. I understand. I'm just going to segue right into this. Your yeah. friend, Kevin Nealon, yeah. uh, sent you a plant. He, he, gave me a, a, he gave me a plant. He gave me a uh, orchid. How's it doing? Uh, it's dead. <laughs> How long did it live after he sent it to you? Uh, not all that long. When you guys talk on the phone, do you lie about what happened to it? No, but he doesn't call. Uh, <laughs> I bumped into him at the airport. I pretended I had it in my bag. Um, in truth, I put it in my bathroom because in any other room, the cats would knock it over or eat it. And slowly the leaves fell off and the petals fell off and it depressed me so much I didn't even want to use the bathroom anymore. Why would anyone do that to me? He seems like such a nice guy. He does. He does. I would say that orchids are notoriously difficult plants. I mean, I I feel like in what way? Well, they're they're just they're just complicated beasts. They argue that sort of thing. No, I I, (laughs) no, I just I just my understanding of orchids is that they're that they're kind of difficult to take care of and grow. Hmm. That people devote their lives to searching out rare orchids and growing them and keeping them healthy. And and well, that uh, is just a waste of goddamn time. Well, (laughs) I'm saying that like, uh, did you look up how to take care of an orchid before Mm. you stuck it on your toilet tank? And no, it wasn't on my toilet tank. It was on the counter in my bathroom. Uh, no, I didn't look it up. You didn't look up anything. No, like, does it need direct sunlight? Frankly, there weren't a lot it? of options. <laughs> what do you mean? It's got to be in the bathroom. I don't have any place else to put it. 
Okay. Any well, other room, it'll get eaten or knocked over. Kevin, if you're listening, don't send her more plants unless our next guest can help her. I bet she can. Yeah, we have someone here who can tell us how to keep the plants in our homes alive. Danae Hurst is the founder of the Los Angeles-based plant boutique and plant styling studio, Folia Collective. And her new book, House Plants for All, How to Fill Any Home with Happy Plants, comes out in April. Please welcome, a big welcome, to Danae Hurst. Welcome today. Thank you. Well, let's start with uh, Paula killing that orchid. Wait, I just want to begin. I just want to begin by saying, if you guys go to look for Danae's book um, in the store, her last name is pronounced Hurst, but it's spelled H-O-R-S-T. I don't want people to get confused by that. It's so important. That's right, because uh, there's a several letters between O and U. Um, and uh, we wouldn't want anybody who's uh, you well. Know. You might come across the book uh, House Plants. For all, by Danae Horst. Right. I think, well, this isn't it. Right. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to go over well, that, that with that's you. Very, Thank that's you very so much for helpful, joining us Paula. today. Well, welcome today. We're going to let you talk pretty soon. Um, <laughs> are you suggesting there's a book written by a, a different Danae Hurst that might Danae be Horst. that might be called Houseplants for All? Yeah. Exactly, and that kind of confusion. This, you know, this is a learning show, Adam. Yeah, it sure so we is. Don't want, we something. don't want our listeners going away confused. <laughs> Danae, how is it possible that I buy sometimes a beautiful, healthy houseplant from a store, and within days it's on life support? The main thing I see people doing wrong, uh, or at least the challenge they're encountering when they're uh-huh. seeing their oh, plants. Oh boy, die, I like how you changed that. <laughs> Is you're not choosing the right plant for what you can give it. So not choosing oh. the right plant yeah. for so what you're capable really of providing. Is, there's uh-huh. kind of a, a matchmaking system that oh, I, I think see. needs to be employed more uh-huh. often. So, so do you ask a lot of questions when yes, someone comes to your store? I do. Uh-huh. We spend a lot of time asking questions, helping people figure out not just what their space can provide the plant, but what they they as a person can provide the plant. Because there is a lifestyle factor with caring for plants. So if you were the kind of person who had a house with, uh, you know, 13 cats and only one location in the house where the cats don't go and were somewhat forgetful and often out on the road on tour, what house plant would you recommend for such a person? Gee, who could this be referring to? I I know a guy. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, So my first question actually would be beyond, you know, knowing that you're not there often, the cats, would be how much light does that one room that plants can be in get? What kind of light? Paula, let's pretend we're talking about you. How much light does he get? Yeah, so I'm wondering, is there a window? What direction is is the window window face? But I can't usually open the shade, and I'll tell you why. Because my neighbors are building this big fucking McMansion practically on top of my bathroom. And the, the Which uh, bathroom? Uh, the, the one in my bedroom. Oh, and the, and the, the workers have like fucking telescopes and shit aimed right at... Uh, and I think when they move in, they're going to keep that. Well, it's a, it's a, um, it's a. So I have to keep the shade closed. Knowing Paula's house, I think that's either a south, fa- probably a south facing uh, bathroom okay. window. Okay, thank and you. And it Magellan. doesn't get a lot of light. <laughs> okay, so the light, the light is a is the biggest factor. It's plants, the biggest factor. Is plants the light need light the most? What about the light that I turn on in the bathroom? So most indoor household light bulbs yeah. don't have the full spectrum of light that plants need. Oh. And so a regular incandescent bulb or even a lot of LED bulbs don't have everything that a plant needs. Plants uh-huh. need a lot of the red-blue spectrum of light, oh, and most of our spectrum. household bulbs don't have that. Uh-huh. 
So yeah. you could put a grow light in there. And they make some fancy grow lights now that don't look like you're, you know, growing weed in your bathroom. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, That's my first question, yeah. And, but, you know, if you don't have good light from a window, yeah. or if you have a window that needs to be shaded, yeah. in your case, I would probably maybe switch to a shade that lets light through but doesn't let people see in. Like oh. an opaque white shade. Right. Like one of those we'll, opaque white shades. We'll, we'll, so I can just we'll do like in, shadow puppets for the, for the workers next door. It's exactly. so frustrating. <laughs> Um, they're over there with their goddamn jackhammers. Yeah, I don't think. Um, okay, and 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 they're building a two-story house, so so that's going to be even less light for that no, window. They're, right? they're building the witch's castle. They, this has been going on for three and a half years now. Should Paula just not have plants in her house? No, you need plants, don't you? Yes, I would say you need plants. Yeah. Um, well, you have to. What are the What are the benefits of having uh, plants? There's. A lot of benefits to having plants, some which have been scientifically proven, others which are kind of more dubious interpretation of science. But uh-huh. um, anecdotally, I certainly hear from hundreds of people, you know, a month probably, about the benefit that plants bring to their lives. Um, there have been studies that have shown that uh, working with plants versus, say, working with a computer can actually improve your, like, mental state. Okay, but how that, do you print out at the end? That, yeah. <laughs> that's a low bar, though, because fucking yes, anything... It's true. Uh, ...as opposed to working with a computer will improve your uh, mental state. Uh, hydrochloric acid. Uh, anything. Really? Hydrochloric acid? Yeah, would be better to work with okay. than a computer. I'm not sure I agree with yeah. that one, but yeah. you know, no, it's, it's absolutely let, true. let all these opinions bloom. Uh, all right, so uh, so light is very important. Light is very important. Uh, the next the next thing is water, but but light is the most important. If you don't have light for plants, they're gonna light is essentially food for plants, and so if you don't have natural light or something that replicates natural light, like a grow light, you're essentially starving them to death. So if plants could talk. Then it would go into my bathroom and say, you want to flip that shade? I'm starving. Yeah, exactly. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay, yeah. 100%. Yeah, just kick back. Uh, are, uh, there, are there plants that Paula's cats won't touch that she could maybe have out in the rest of the house? You know, no. it depends on the cat. Cats can be a little crazy. Are there so... plants that Paula's 13 cats wouldn't go near? No, because it's, they're not necessarily eating the plant, although they do that too. But they would knock it over and knock the dirt out. They're really incorrigible. Is there anywhere they can't get to? Shelves that are higher so. up, could or could you hang ceiling? it from the ceiling? Yeah, because there's, there's a lot there's of plants a therapy that can be where hung. they do that. <laughs> there's not a therapy. A lot of yeah, no, no. We should explain to people during the break. Captain Crinkle, apropos of something kind of unrelated, I think we were talking about keel hauling, was asking us about that therapy that she read about, where they hang she you off a hook. Hang, she said they hang. People, they hang you from a hook. They hang people upside down from a hook. Isn't upside that what down. She did? Yeah, didn't you say upside down yeah, from a Captain hook? Captain Crinkle is is nodding, saying that's true. Yeah. I, she said she heard it on NPR. Right. My guess is it wasn't really tuned in. Yeah, I think she, she I think she tuned into like one of those Saw movies. Yeah, that's what I think too. Um, uh, yeah, so it's uh, could I? I guess I could have a hanging plant. I hadn't thought about that. Like a fern or something, right? Yeah, I mean you can hang a fern. I wouldn't recommend a fern. Why? Uh, Why? What's not, wrong with ferns? Ferns can be a little difficult, especially a little in, in little, little inimical in the LA climate. We basically live in a desert. Ferns yeah. are. Used to a more lush, humid environment, oh, so okay. oh. it can be a little tricky. But there's yeah. other plants that are when much easier tricky, that can be hung. Um, how? What, there's only a couple of things that you do. You water them. You give them light. So what's the trick? So humidity, and you have to think about the fact that most 
things that we grow as houseplants are actually tropical plants. Some of them are are from more temperate climates, like ferns are usually from temperate rainforests. But essentially, if you think about that environment, if you go to the rainforest in the Pacific Northwest, for instance, can you provide that climate in your home? Most people can't. No. And so... And so no. there are there are environmental factors that come into play other than just light and water. So you want to I, make it didn't some even occur to me that these were uh, tropical plants. Yeah. So a lot of the things that we think of as average house plants are tropical plants. So huh. if you let's say you go to like Hawaii. Obama. <laughs> Obama isn't he from Hawaii? <laughs> yes. Yes, but he's not a plant. <laughs> uh, I, I just I just don't know how that even happened right there. Well, he's I don't a human know. being. I know, but I really love him, and I'd love to have him growing in my house. <laughs> well, that's, it's touching. <laughs> I'm going to leave that They're right tricky, there. though. Obamas are tricky. <laughs> they to, need a to, lot of light. Yeah, get a lot of light, and you got to water them. Uh, all right. So, okay, sorry, I digress. I have a problem today. Sometimes I digress. Sometimes. Uh, yeah. Now, uh, yeah, all right, so... What were we talking about? We were talking about, <laughs> about tropical plants. About tropical plants, yeah. And you were going to make a recommendation for the kind of plant that yes. Paula should have in her house. So, I'm guessing a plastic fern. No, I actually I actually brought you, I brought you both a plant today. Oh, that was what? so nice from of my, you. From my shop. Um, and the plant I chose is a plant called a Sansevieria, which is often called known as a snake plant. That's a common name for it. Sansevieria is the fancy botanical Latin name. A snake plant. Oh. Snake plant. Okay. And this plant is always one of the first plants I go to for beginners with plants or for people who've struggled to keep plants happy or alive. Did um, you see that movie Sense of Various on Planes? <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's Samuel that's, L. Jackson. That was snakes on a plane. Oh, yeah. My mistake. <laughs> wow. I've had enough that's, of these so... motherfucking Sansevieriuses <laughs> on this motherfucking plane. <laughs> Is that what he says? I never saw it. I just heard oh, of it. Really? You guys yeah. can fight oh, how over How come she gets the one with the, with the nice little... Well, uh, you guys can I fight. Get, uh, we don't even have to fight over it. I just get it. <laughs> oh, but that's the nicer one. It's not the nicer one. It's, nice. so, it's, got, it's got the nice oh outline. Like it's a colored in book. It's colored in... I've got... Mine looks like lettuce. Doesn't look like lettuce. <laughs> Adam, I'll bring you another one. No, this no, one's fine. This perfect. one's fine. I love wow. it. I don't want to make it feel bad. Am Jeez. I making it feel bad? Can it hear me? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't there, let him in some your people shop swear about talking there to plants. Are, there are studies that show that plants uh, can sense things and that they can sense sound. There's studies that it's show not, that? It's not the same as, as a human hearing sound. It's just we like we to sort of sense it? anthropomorphize them. Yeah, so. I think we do. Uh, yeah. I don't, right. Although, I got to tell you, I was in therapy with a fern at one point. Uh <laughs> You were? Yeah. Did they hang you from a hook? I just talked to it. I just talked to it. That's really? All. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and it charged me a lot of money. <laughs> Seems to be the story of your life. Yeah. 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 It was tropical. Tropical. Uh, it was able to head right back to Hawaii. There you go. Um, um, so what are we supposed to do with this sense of areas? So, it looks like you incru- included some directions here. Yeah. So all the plants that come from our shop come with care instructions specific to that plant. So that's also, I think, something that helps with success in caring for plants is knowing what the plant is and how to care for it. Mm -hmm. Like in the instance of your orchid, you didn't know what to do to keep it happy. So, no, I no idea. you know, it was Kevin <laughs> didn't give it to me with instructions. Right, because he didn't buy it from me. Oh, that was the problem. That was right. exactly Kevin Neeland, you've got to be shopping with uh, Ms. Hurst over here. Uh, well, you're just going to give the wrong plant away. So, yeah, they, so there are instructions, which um, 
I find always helps people have a better success rate is just knowing what to do. Mm -hmm. But beyond that, this plant is one that is particularly resilient. It will tolerate much lower light than most plants do. Oh, good, so, because many of my windows instance, are like northern exposure, so it's, it's low light. Yeah, time. so this is perfect. It would probably even survive in that in that bathroom that does, this has is the really very closed. are all of your directions so personal because this says put in bathroom near noisy neighbor construction <laughs> house i uh, don't think it says it that does yeah, it does says it? it's jackhammer tolerant <laughs> mine says don't hate me because paula got the more attractive plant <laughs> so i that's a very sensitive thing to do now i feel bad for saying that yeah yeah exactly he's you know let's not stickle uh, uh-huh it's a vocabulary word, didn't it? <laughs> it means argue over something unimportant. Adam tends to stickle. I can't reply to that because that would be stickling. Well yeah. played, Bounce Dunk. Yeah. Well played. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Adam, answer the phone. I don't answer want to. Phone. We're in the middle of an interview. Just answer the oh, phone. Oh, for God's sake. Answer the phone. Hello. Welcome uh, to the 100th Caller Contest. Uh, yeah. hey, am I the 100th Caller, Adam? Oh, great. Uh, no, you're the caller number 29. Yeah, it's me, Mike Boom Boom Butterfit. I'm I really enjoying the Mike. interview with the plant lady. I How just are you even say, hearing that? I, I'm listening. Oh, I'm just listening, and I'm really enjoying it. And uh, I would like to get a plant. Uh, You'd like to get a plant? I would. I'd like to get a plant. And I gotta say, you're totally right, Adam. Paula got the better, the fucking bitch you hey, work with. Got hey, the better Mike. plant. Mike, I have talked to you about she talking about my partner, Paula Pound. She left you with lettuce. She took the good plant. <laughs> yeah, but like, Mike. Hers is probably gonna grow fruit or something. It's, I don't think Yours it's. Yours is gonna grow more lettuce. No, I, I don't think that either of these are, are going to grow fruit. You're gonna food, have Mike. a garden salad. She's gonna have. Fruit. She's gonna have a smoothie. You're gonna have a garden salad. What man. are you trying to do, Mike? I just called to pack you up, man. I got you back. That's what I want to say. Okay. Hey, listen, I, I gotta go, Adam. I'll, I'll call you later. We'll hang out after the game. Okay, take care. Bye. We won't. Okay, uh, Dene, I'm sorry about that interruption. It's, all, it's okay. Oh, my God. He yeah, gets a lot of calls. He's very, very popular, Dene. I don't want Clearly. to be popular in that way. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you give uh, directions. It says bright to medium indirect light. What does that mean, indirect light? So direct sun and indirect light are sort of the two primary kinds of light we can get indoors. And direct sun is when the sun itself... Is visible. So if the plant had eyes, the sun it, opens it see the window the and just climbs in. Yeah, exactly. It's the spots on the carpet where your cats sleep. Yes. Oh. Exactly. That's a great. That's a well, great I can't put it there. Energy. No. So you need one with. But this plant thrives on indirect light. Yeah, so, so, right this, to me, oh, so what's house, indirect light? Most houseplants want indirect light, which is where there's light coming in and the sky is visible, but the sun isn't shining directly on the plant. Uh-huh, I see. And there are different strengths of that kind of light. So close to a window is usually brighter, further away is darker or uh-huh. lower. And then depending on the direction your window faces and what hemisphere you live in, southern exposures for us in the northern hemisphere get indirect light almost all day long as the sun sort of travels across the sky because the sun is a little bit further south of where we are. And then northern exposures are usually the dimmer exposure. And Uh then east and west get direct sun in either the morning or the evening. Jesus, this plant stuff's hard. It's not that hard. I'm not that good with directions. You, you, I can't not. do left and right. I can't even do west and east unless I'm staring at the ocean. You just really? Have to, yeah. You just and have it, to look out the window. What do you mean you have to look out to the window? To know the, if you can see the sun or not. Oh, okay. But that doesn't tell you west, east. I usually know which direction is which. Why? I don't know. Like that way's north. Our listeners can't. That is freakish. <laughs> it's just, it's just, 
again. I'm just pointed. Like any of us fucking know where we are. <laughs> well, of course we're, we're, we're in, in Ray Horseman booth. Studios, in North Hollywood. He just sort of pointed over. And we don't know where that is. Back me up, Ray Horseman. Is that north? He's looking. Oh, it he's up. looking it he's up. He's actually his, looking it up. Ray Horseman is don't, looking don't, up. Don't don't stickle with me, Ray Horseman. I know where North is. North. Oh, for God's sake. Okay. All right. So you just look out the window, anyways, so you can, and you, you find. You can look out the window, and, and you'll get right... you'll get some clues from the sun as to what kind of light you're getting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it's confirmed. Weird. That was North. Yeah. Compass head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Compass head Felber. Yeah, I pointed there. That was North. Jeez, yes. That is just weird. It's not weird. I know where we are in a map, so I know which direction is North. All right, there's something wrong with him. Uh, um, all right, let's get back to today. I, I have a thing like that. Like, if I fall down, I always know it. <laughs> We're very similar in that way, yeah, Paula Yeah, exactly. I just, it's a sense. Um, all right, in Alice in Wonderland, Alice asks the tiger lily how it got the flowers to speak. Lewis Carroll writes, the tiger lily says, put your hand down and feel the ground. Then you'll know why. Alice did so. It's very hard, she said, but I don't see what that has to do with it. In most gardens, the tiger lily said, they make the beds too soft so that the flowers are always asleep. Stay tuned to discover other tricks of houseplant horticulture. The Cat of the Week is Mr. Noodle from Pinion Hills, California. Hey, Paula. You know, every once in a while we get a new advertiser that I get super excited about. And I have to say, just because of the circumstances of my life right now, I'm really excited about our new advertiser, Quince of Quince.com, the clothing provider. Not to be mistaken for Quince from Midsummer Night's Dream. And let me just say this, and maybe it's not important to an advertisement, but when I was in the fourth grade, our class put on a production of A Midsummer Night's Dream. Okay. And I played I played Peter Quince. There. There's the connection. One of the mechanicals. That's a great connection. Also, yes, has nothing to do with this, which is that um, Quince is an online clothing store. And as you know, Paula, I've, uh, I've lost a little weight lately. Oh, right. 75 pounds. Yeah. So I literally have no clothes that are in my size until I just ordered some stuff at Quince. And I figured, like, here's a chance for me to create a new look for myself. A whole new image. And how's it going? Not bad. I mean, the clothes are fantastic. I know that you ordered some too. What I got is I got yes. the Comfort Stretch Traveler five pocket pants. And I got oh. the, um, oh, it's so, and I got the 100% European linen shirt and it looks breezy and it fits beautifully. And these are like premium pieces of clothing that are selling for like, you know, $30 a piece or starting at $30 at quince.com. It's awesome. I look good. I ordered the brushed lounge jogger Ooh. and you know i put them on when i came back from new york i pulled them on and i i swear to you okay this is not scientific because i was tired already right but they were so soft <laughs> and, and so comfortable that honestly like right as i got them up to my waist i i i think my eyes closed they're so it's a softness it's a kind of softness that I don't think I've ever experienced in a garment, honestly. You know, my uh, drawstring European linen trousers are a little bit like that, too. Like, so comfortable that I just want to hang out with myself. 
Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And they're European. Keep that in mind. Uh, oh, European. they are so European. And you can get those kind of, you can get washable silk tops. You can get uh, 14 karat gold jewelry and like all these accessories. Wynn sells a lineup of timeless pieces that keep their customers looking effortlessly chic year after year. I'm not certain that I look chic, but certainly if I did, it's not going to take a lot of effort. I now look chic and I feel pretty great. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabric. It's all good as far as I can see. Is it my imagination or do they cut out the middleman? They cut out the middleman, Paula Poundstone. I love it when they cut out the middleman. That's the thing, they cut out the middleman. <laughs> That's fantastic. So be like me and Paula. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash nobody for free shipping on your order and a 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash nobody to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash nobody. Nobody. And honestly, I look fantastic. Paula, you won't be able to keep your hands off me. Oh, I can't wait. And don't <laughs> think that if you had to return something, don't think you're sending it to a middleman because they cut out the middleman. They man. cut out the middleman. That's quince.com slash nobody. And if you're going to do it anyway, use our code. And we're back. Danae, uh, NPR was reporting a couple weeks ago that young people are really into houseplants now. What's going on with that? So I think people in general are more into houseplants now. But Why? young people are certainly a big percentage of that. Did they drop off for a while? The houseplant interest died yes, down for a while? I think so. Minimalism really, I think, killed the like indoor plant game for a was while. There a, was there a movement of minimalism? There was. You know, if you think back to sort of the starker interiors of the late 90s where everything right. is like stainless steel and hard marble surfaces and lots of white. Yes. And then now things, people are kind of turning back towards... You know, kind Towards of more the cluttered environments that maybe Mrs. Culpepper favors in her home. Indeed, I'm sure Mrs. Culpepper has many plants. My home is lush with plants. Thank you, Danae, for asking. <laughs> lush with plants. Oh, it uh, covers up the absence of uh, Captain Culpepper. Oh, is he is he on vacation? Uh, he's not on vacation, Adam Felber. <laughs> oh, so uh, on assignment then? Uh, no, that is not so. He's not on. Uh, he's not uh, uh, among the living. Oh. So sorry to bring that up again uh, on the second yeah, time of the show. You Might seem, be a new record. You seem to have forgotten uh, that uh, Kevin Culpepper passed uh, in a tragic... Uh, Tyrotoxism-related incident? That is correct. It was uh, poisoned by uh, a dairy product called cheese. It was the Havarti that had him, is oh, what no, I understand. Oh, no, it was not the Havarti. It was the court of the god of that, Um Yeah, so... Uh, all right, so people that were minimalist. I, I missed the trend in... in, uh, in um, Indoor uh, design, I guess. I didn't even know I was supposed to have been minimalist. Yeah, you, you you missed it. Yeah, I guess I did. Yeah. To me, I don't really decorate. I just, you know, everything is about making, putting stuff where the cats won't pee on it. That's the whole <laughs> How is cat design. pee for most plants? Is there a plant that thrives on it? You know, I'm not sure about that one. Yeah, I wouldn't Probably think so. Probably not so much. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um... Do you think that um, for a lot of young people... Um, they're going to be stuck with a planet that is pretty much on its way out. Do you think that they're, you know, we've so fucked up the planet that now they're just making like terrariums in their homes so they never have to leave again? Honestly, I don't know if it's that extreme, but I do think that's a piece of it. It's yeah. that we you ask them when they come in and we... they seem depressed? <laughs> Not about that exactly. Don't really want to add to the depression. But, yeah. uh, but I do think we've we've lost we've lost touch a bit with the earth. We've lost touch with kind of the natural world. Um, uh -huh. as and with pottery. 
True. Yeah. We've lost <laughs> touch with pottery. pottery. Yeah. <laughs> That's not like us. No, it really isn't. We'd... Let me let me ask you this. Um, <laughs> do houseplants provide any benefit, like oxygen-wise? Do you, can you have enough houseplants to make a difference at all in terms of like the oxygen you, levels in your home? You can, but the studies that talk about that, that looked at that, uh-huh. really seem to indicate you need an extreme amount of plants, really. Right. More now, than all, one. More now, than this. More than one. More than, more this, than this, this snake plant. The snake plant. Yes. Yeah. Now, all plants are doing some amount of taking in carbon dioxide and releasing oxygen. That's part of the process of photosynthesis, Except which is what at plants night. are doing. And then at night, that's when they sneak up on you and steal your breath like a cat, right? <laughs> what? But again, they don't they don't do that at night? No, at, at night it it's sort of the process can reverse. Really? Yeah. Stealing your breath so, as you sleep. Really? Enjoy they, your plant, Paula Poundstone. Now, not and Sansevierias actually are one of the few. The plants I gave you are one of the few indoor plants that actually release oxygen at night instead of oh. in the daytime. So often people say they're good for. Paula is currently huffing her plant. Is there any utility to this? <laughs> I'm just <laughs> breathing right off, right off my snake plant. Say man. that would be dubious. God, science. I feel good. <laughs> it seems to be dying. <laughs> You've touched it exactly once. And we shouldn't water it, it says here, until the soil is dry. Dry which all the way. Which it am not right now. No. This feels a little bit What do you mean dry all the way? Dry all the way to the bottom of the How box. am I supposed to tell that without so fucking up the roots? There's a couple Ooh. easy ways. You can stick your finger in there. Um, the roots are, are pretty resilient. So, uh-huh. you know, a finger or a moisture meter is a tool that you can use to, to check and see how moist the soil is. I also find with uh, plants that are in pl- pot, plastic... Sorry. Plants that are in plastic plants pots, that are in pots, like Paula Poundstone's plant in a plastic pot. <laughs> Very good. Which will be proximal to Paula Poundstone's pussy pillows. I hope to please it. <laughs> um, that over time, you'll the pot will start to feel a lot lighter, and so once it feels super light, oh, then you'll know it oh. needs water, and uh-huh. then you'll you kind of learn to compare when it's freshly watered versus when it needs water, yeah. and you'll you'll get the hang of just you can tell when it needs it. water because late at night it'll go water me. Yeah, if that's what you're waiting for, that might be what's going to... You can also tell when it needs repotted because late at night you'll hear, Get me the fuck out of here! Yeah, if you're hearing that, that's that's a bad sign. Is that a bad sign? Yeah, that's a bad sign. It's not the plant. Um, Now, we have a question from Captain Crinkle, and rather than bring her up to the mic, which is always a disaster, we're going to ask it on her behalf. Um, So so Bonnie Burns, uh, her daughter bought a basil plant. Okay. Okay. She went to a party and somebody told her, you know what? All you got to do with these basil plants is stick them in water. They don't need soil. Well, was it a basil plant from the grocery store? Like the kind that come in the like tiny little package and they're, they they do have sort of have soil around them. But yeah. Yeah. Boy, so Danae those... is dripping with judgment right now. Yeah, I know. I wish you could see her face. She's withering. She so clearly does not approve of these grocery store plants. <laughs> yes. No, no, no shade to the grocery store basil. Uh, they're just often not, they're not really grown in a way that's meant to be a plant that lives forever with you. They're me- mostly meant to live for a little while in a glass of water on your windowsill or in the refrigerator until you've used all the leaves. But doesn't that describe all of us? <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> we're just meant to live a little while in a glass of water on the windowsill. Honestly. And then we're yeah. no more. I've already, more I've already been here much longer than I should have been. <laughs> So do they? So they don't need dirt. They could just stay in water. I mean, they usually come in a little bit of of some kind of potting medium, like either it's dirt or it's like peat moss or something. But that's just to sort of keep that root system intact and alive while they're being grown and then transported to the grocery store. Uh-huh. A lot of times, they're not meant to live forever or you know for very long. 
And you would eventually need to move it to more soil. Oh, so not just in a glass of water, like she was told by a friend at a party. Yeah, I mean, you can grow things hydroponically, but it's, grow them it's what? more... Hydroponically. I remember that from Lost in Space. They had the hydroponic garden. Do you remember that, Danae? No. Did you ever see Lost but in Space? Yes. I don't remember a hydroponic garden. They did. They had the hydroponic garden. June had it on the table. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think I vaguely remember seeing that. Yeah, it was Maureen. That was the name of the mother. I'm like, which one is June? How did this come around to Lost in Space? Oh, everything. I'm a tiny bit young for Lost in Space. (laughs) You're a tiny bit young for Lost in Space? Is that what you just said? She might have said that. Paula, I want want you to ratchet back whatever your reaction is about to be. Because yeah. this was about to turn yeah. ugly. Yeah, no, no. So no, no, you're a little bit okay. too young sorry, sorry. for Lost in Space. There are people who are too yeah. young for a show that yeah. aired 50 years ago. No, you know what? <laughs> Fuck all of you. That's my feeling right now. <laughs> yeah, you know right. what? It's on DVD. My kids know it. Yeah. I, I'm just not, I'm not fully up to speed. I've seen it. I'm just not fully up to speed on you know it. You know what? Don't try to suck up to me now. With, with, uh, no, now pretending like you know Lost in Space. Have you ever been treated like this by a host on a show that you've been on? <laughs> not not to my, no, my recent yeah. recollection. No. Well, <laughs> just stick around. Uh, yeah. But I brought um, you no, a plant. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much. That was so nice of you. So the hydroponic garden, which so is what hydropon- me. You can grow things hydroponically, which means growing them in water as opposed to soil. And this week's word is hydroponically. It means growing things in water as opposed to soil. All right. So now you know that one. You got that one locked down, huh, Paula? As opposed to soil. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you can grow things hydroponically. You can. But... Um, but not everything does as well hydroponically, right. and you do have to kind of treat them a little differently if you're you growing mean them every plant can be grown just in water? Not every plant, but a lot of plants can be. Wow. Um, I know a lot of people- That's weird. You know, when I was in college and after, we had like hydroponic setups to grow their weed. Right, exactly. So weed is the one most people know. A lot of the tomatoes that we buy at the grocery store are also grown hydroponically. Oh, uh, well, that's why they're, they're not very good usually. Exactly. Um, because hydroponics is a little trickier to get all the nutrients that the plants need because you have to add the nutrients to the water. So oh. keeping a plant in water for a long period of time is possible, but over time the plant will start to struggle as it runs out of available nutrients. Uh-huh. It never occurred to me to make a bathtub toy out of a plant. You shouldn't. No, it doesn't sound like a good idea at all. Huh. <laughs> um, Captain Crinkle wanted to know if, if playing music helps a plant grow. So there was there was a lot of talk in the seventies about music and plants. Yeah, and, right. That's uh, when Mozart for yes. it. And there were studies. No, but a lot of, of music. bands were trying to get like a extra industry of uh, performing, not just concerts, but exactly. performing to people's plants. Yeah. Stevie Wonder did release an album called "The Secret Life of Plants." Oh, I forgot he did. Did it? Was it Stevie, Stevie Wonder? Wonder? No, it wasn't. Y- yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. I don't think it was. Uh, no, it was. Well, uh, have there been studies done as to what kind of music they enjoy? Yes, and the study that most people cited in the 70s that showed that plants responded to music uh, was later debunked. So there isn't a lot of strong evidence that says it matters like if you play music or what kind, though they have there have been studies that show that plants can actually can at least recognize sound or they can tell the difference between two different sounds or they can react to sound. Okay. But it's not the same as them hearing sound. Okay, that makes Now, sense. a lot of people mm-hmm. anecdotally think that talking to their plants helps their plants and yeah. so no, I think if, if it's helping your plant great but really I think what it's doing is it's giving you a more of a connection to your plant and the more connected you are 
the more likely you are to give it what it needs and take care of it and notice it when it's struggling and take care, you know, change uh the care if it's not doing well. Yeah. So that's where I think that that kind of comes comes to play. Yeah. I think if I, well, now that I have a a plant, I think I'll probably talk to it a lot. Um, I don't think you will. No, I think I will because I I talk to fucking everything. That's true. I talk to my toothbrush. That's uh, no, I do believe that. Everything. Yeah. So how about that orchid? Were you talking to that while it was Um, in the house? Yeah, I used to say, "You don't feel good, do you?" You don't look good. Blame Neilan. Yeah, yeah. That. Boy, I, I, I would say to it, I feel how you look. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, look, I, there's two things that are very important that I have to say now. One is I stand corrected. Ray Horseman just looked up, and uh, Stevie Wonder did do an album called The Secret Life of Plants. Okay. Uh, yeah. Adam, answer the phone. Wait, what? Answer the phone. <laughs> no. Adam, answer the phone. Uh, just yeah, in my moment ahead. of triumph, I've got to answer the phone. I know yeah, where this ahead. is going. Answer the phone. Hello. Yeah. Welcome to hey, the... Hey, Adam, it's me, Mike Bob Bob Bonifant. Hi, Mike. Uh, man, I knew you were right about that. I knew fucking Stephen would. Of course, man. He wrote the album uh, songs for plants. No, he wrote Secret Life of Plants. Yeah, that's just, the one he wrote. You're probably yeah, confusing that with it, Songs man. in the Key of Life. No, no. Uh, <laughs> plants in the Key of Life. No, uh, no, no. There was no ferns plants in the, the Key of Life. No, that's, Mike, what are you uh, talking cabbage about? Cabbage in the Key I, I knew you were right, man. You're, you're right all the time. That's why I love you, Adam. That's why. Uh, am I the 100th caller? You're not. You're the 30th caller, uh, though. Oh, shit. So that's are you going progress. back? All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Okay. Wow. Boy, he just loves you. He loves you. Yeah. You know, you might want to get him a plant or something. You know, whenever you're annoyed at me, somehow Mike or somebody calls. I wasn't annoyed at you. You were right. The secret life. I was annoyed that I was right. uh, No, not at all. Okay. And I do want to say one other thing. What if you get a plant that likes music that isn't the kind you like? Leave it on during the day when you're not home. Yeah, exactly. And then listen to, your, I mean, listen to the music you yeah. like at night. Every time I come home, the orchid's got a sassa brandy. What was that? Sassa a sassa brandy. What's a sassa brandy? A sassa brandy. You're what? a fine girl. Oh. <laughs> that was brandy. Yeah. Sass- it sounds like you're saying sassa brandy. I wasn't. Okay. I say I say brandy. Oh, I say I say brandy. Yeah. Okay. Why did we what? take this detour? Ah, uh, because I was just thinking about that. You okay. know, I just say what I think about. <laughs> that is absolutely an accurate description of yourself, Paul. Yeah, exactly. Out. Boy, yeah. this plant is going to be so sick of me. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, today for planting these valuable seeds of information. And now we're going to take that information and run it through the old pounce-donator. Paula? House band Omar Leva, can I have a, a little background music uh, for what I know about houseplants? Something a little planty. Mm. Oh, I feel my roots growing strong. It's true, young people are into houseplants. Many of them don't know anything about Lost in Space. Maybe they've seen it once or twice, but they don't remember the hydroponic garden that Maureen, the mother, and Judy, the oldest daughter, grew on a table outside the spaceship, the Jupiter 2. Moving on. Young people are enjoying a shift (laughs) in the trend of interior design, moving away from minimalism to uh, maximalism, where they collect plants. They also enjoy caring for something to watch it grow and thrive, which fills in the hole within them caused by not watching Lost in Space. (laughs) House Plants for All, How to Fill Any Home with Happy Plants, comes out in April. It's written by the founder of the Los Angeles-based plant boutique and plant styling studio, Folia Collective. It's Danae Hurst. 
Hurst. Hurst. Not Horst. Not Horst. Spelled Horst. Pronounced Hurst. Thank you so much for being on our show today. All right. Coming up, Captain Crinkle helps us open up the listener mailbag. God help us all. That's coming up right after this. According to climate scientists, we have nine years and 45 weeks until the Earth begins to become uninhabitable. We're back. Paula, so we've been struggling through this show without our producer, Tony Anita Hull. Did you see the picture she just posted on social networking? No, what, what, what on social uh, networking? What yeah, did she post on social uh, networking, Paula? She's just uh, on the social networking. She's, yeah. she's, she's floating in the water off the side of the ship, apparently in the conga line. Uh, the things got a little violent, and, she, and they did swept, like a whip. Somebody whipped her off the ship? And she got whipped off the... Ship. Wow. You follow her on more of the social media than I guess I do. Yeah. Yeah, so it's on Insta. It's but on it, it's Insta- a well-deserved vacation, even if Insta- it's not Google. going. It's on Insta- Insta-Google. Yeah. Um, it's a well-deserved vacation, but uh, it has kind of crippled us here. It has. Yeah. It, it, everything has been hard to do without Tony Anita Hall. Uh, and what, and the, what with the 100th caller contest and everything. Uh, yeah. It's just been a lot of work. Adam, answer the phone. What, really? Yeah, answer the phone. I didn't hear it ringing. Are you yeah. sure that you don't want to get this one, Paula? No, no, no. You get it. You get it. Why me? All right. Hello. Uh, Welcome uh, to Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone 100th uh, Caller Contest. Uh, uh, Adam, is this you? Oh, yeah, it's Mac. You're Mac Mac and Cheese. How uh, are yeah, you? Am I the 100th caller? You are not, Mac. I think you're in, uh, number 31. Oh. It's Mac oh, from Wisconsin, oh, everybody. Oh, God darn it. So close. Oh, hey there, Adam. It's me, Mac and Cheese. I'm taking a minute out from shoveling my walkway to call because I'm hoping to get a snowblower from Roger Federer's. Okay, I'm almost certain that the store Fetter on our corner does not have snowblowers. Oh, no. How do you, are you, are you, are you hand shoveling your walkway? We, we, there doesn't snow here in Southern California, Mac. Not oh, at all. Oh, my golly. You have cheese, though, don't you? We, we do have cheese. You don't, oh, you don't need oh, snow my, to make cheese, my Mac. My heart stopped there for a minute. What kind of, what kind of godforsaken land is that, California? I'm guessing your heart stops rather frequently given the amount of cheese you intake, Mac. Uh, oh, it's good to, it insulates the heart, Adam, the cheese. Does uh, it? Yeah, Adam, do you walk with the Lord? I don't, Mac. Oh, yeah. Well, I think you can... ask me that all the time, and my answer is going to remain no. Yeah. Well, you got to whack with the Lord. I don't. Um, and you don't shovel your walkway. No, because there's no snow. Oh, jeez. My what way? Whack. My walkway. Yeah. Yeah. You mean your my walkway. walkway? Your walkway. My walkway? Yeah. No, yeah. no. All right, oh, Mac. Uh, it's, uh, it's an endearing accent you have. It really is. Yeah, oh, thank you. Thank yeah, you you're welcome. Much. You're welcome. Uh, all right, well, I'm going to have to call back because I want I want to get that snowblower from Roger Federer. Again, there isn't one, and it's not Roger Federer. Hope to hang out with you after the game, Adam. Not going to happen, Mac. Okay, now, so, Paula, we're moving on to this mailbag thing. Oh, boy. Because, you know, you know, every every couple of weeks we, we reach into our, let's get a theme song. Mailbag. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So, and we hear from our listeners, but since Tony isn't here, we've made the dubious decision to entrust <laughs> Captain Crinkle, your manager, Bonnie Burns, to sort uh, sort the emails and bring them to us. Um, and so I'd like to bring her to the microphone now. Bonnie, welcome. That's your signature Crinkle. Yeah, it's your signature Crinkle. Captain I want to point out, before you even get started, how are you, Bonnie? How am I? Yeah. I'm good. 
Now, I want to. She's looking at you like it was a trick question. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's what we say to guests, Bonnie. Yeah. Um, I, I do want to point out, though, that when you stepped up to the microphone moments ago, you didn't just bring the piece of paper that has um, that has uh, the, the the mail on it, but you also brought it in a bubble wrap envelope. <laughs> what the? Why would you do that? We're recording audio because just to heighten the the suspense, my my finale for right. the mailbag. Is in this crinkly container. You purposely oh, put I, it in a crinkly container. No, it came no, that way. It was mailed yeah. to it's her. It's something that a nobody a... sent. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. nobody I'm sent closing. Stuff. This is my big closer. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. So nobody's. If you're mailing Bonnie stuff, just don't put it in a in bubble wrap. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of stuff does get sent in bubble yeah, wrap. Yeah. I, I don't think that's Captain Crinkle's fault necessarily. I, I won't blame it on her. Now, oh, Bonnie, what do you what do you have for us from the mailbag? Okay. Here's what I have. So a nobody. Managed to edit the Wikipedia page on Gouda cheese. I saw that. That was fantastic. Was you really want to read us what happened? I think Ray Horseman is pointing you towards the microphone. Oh, I'm you not need close to get closer to the, mic. to the okay. All right. microphone. Okay, so they oh, managed Christ to sakes. get this on the. So, uh, Tyler, Tyler Burke, just, Burke just took over for Captain <laughs> Crinkle dropping shit and making noise. Dropped a barbell or something. So they managed to get this on the Wikipedia page. And it said it was Gouda that caused the death of Captain Culpepper due to. Tyrotoxism after consuming the cheese at his retirement party. And that's on Wikipedia now. Right. Oh, so it was his retirement party. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why I brought how it up. Could, how could I have forgotten? Well, it wasn't necessary. Not everything on Wikipedia is true. Well, Mrs. no, Pope you know, uh, with a trauma like that, with a difficult, uh, uh, one gets uh, uh, TPS. TPS? What's TPS? Oh, the, the trauma. Uh, uh, do you mean PTS? Yes. Post-traumatic stress yes, syndrome. Yes, that's correct. And, and that can cause a lapse in uh, memory. Like remembering things like PTS. Precisely. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's well, well, thank you, Bonnie. You know what? There's a footnote on the Wikipedia page because, you know, when you post something on Wikipedia, if you want it to stay, you have to attach a footnote. And the footnote attaches to our podcast, Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone. Oh. Oh. Now, see, I honorable. didn't know that because I went on the Wikipedia page and I couldn't find the thing that the person wrote. So what do you mean you couldn't find the thing that I, the person I, I right wrote? Right there on the Gouda cheese. I couldn't see it. I looked. What do you every... mean you couldn't see the thing Maybe that it's been the removed. person wrote? I don't know. Okay. I, I couldn't find it. Was so... it for you anything like getting my <laughs> Butterfinger song up on iTunes? <laughs> Did it kind of bring you back to that place? I, I scanned the whole page. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I couldn't find this sentence. When you say scan, you mean yeah. you were looking at it with your eyes, but you weren't really processing? I was... I was scanning. That's how okay. Bonnie reads every email written to her. <laughs> okay, yes. so here's what I did. I might not have read it literally, is usually what she says. Yeah. Okay, anyway, and I checked a couple of footnotes. I, I didn't see it. Okay, so here's what I did. Um, I think you're still not I close. <laughs> I'm looking at Ray Horseman's face. Oh, you're still not. They had a bunch of listeners. No, see, what you're, okay, your relationship with the microphone <laughs> is that you're How's seeing this? it as something in your way. <laughs> yeah. And so you. <laughs> And so you keep trying to move around it. Oh, well, what um, can you want to move. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> what we the professionals do, which is you lean towards it and speak into it, <laughs> and in this way it will amplify your voice. Yeah. Okay. In all fairness, this is probably Bonnie's first job in the entertainment field, right? Yeah, well, she's fairly new to all this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, how long have you been in entertainment, Bonnie? Twenty-eight, nine years. <laughs> No, <laughs> oh, no, you'll learn that microphone thing sooner or later. Okay, all right. So what I did was I searched Gouda on Wikipedia. Yeah, uh-huh. and what came up was Emperor Gouda. 
So, so you never actually made it onto the Gouda <laughs> cheese page. No, I did. For all we know, they... it's still up. <laughs> okay, so there was an emperor Gouda. Okay, he was a ninety-first emperor, um, and he was named after the ninth-century emperor Uda, and then that translates literally as later, which is the da. So he's sometimes called the later emperor Uda. Does that make any sense? No. <laughs> Very little. And, Why and did I you would, look at this? I, I have to say that this is making me miss Tony Anita Hall so much right now. Did you see the picture that she just posted on social media? <laughs> no, what happened? Oh, she's, uh, right now she's underwater. I would take an underwater and even drowned Tony okay, Anita wait, Hall over what's going on right over wait, here. I still don't understand. What were you, I thought you were reading listener mail. No, yeah, where? How did we get? How do we get to fucking Emperor Gouda? Now you're giving me the, the history Gouda. of Ooh and Da on Wikipedia. You looked up Gouda on, on Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Okay. Why? You're supposed to be reading us the the listener mail. No, because the guy we posted. The guy supposedly got the. The thing about Captain Culpepper on the Wikipedia page. Right. right. And it gets, I went on Those there. things get taken down frequently when they're right. disinformation. Right, and I couldn't find it. And so uh-huh. I thought, And okay. that should be the end of the story. No. <laughs> that really, <laughs> so that should be it. <laughs> and then we go on to the next no, piece of yeah. mail. We don't what care I'll, about I'll you researching what emperors. What have. It showed other things. Yeah, the disemperor. How do so you get had... shit done during your day? <laughs> <laughs> no, it showed other things for Gouda. You so know, I thought, oh, there was Emperor Gouda. So I thought... I'll bring in Emperor Gouda. No, you know what's weird? Because Why? Why do that? Just read mail. You had one job. Read some listener mail. They probably don't know about Emperor Gouda, which is kind of interesting. Not really. (laughs) It was was to Mrs. Gouda. She was fascinated. (laughs) To the Empress Gouda. Yeah, Yeah. Empress Gouda was fascinated by Emperor Gouda. Um, Let me just say something to you. Like... A lot of times people talk about how, like, when they're reading stuff on a screen, yeah. they tend to, um, you know, they click on one thing and they click on another and they get, and I've they never- disappeared down a rabbit hole. That's what they always say. And yeah. I've never understood that. That's never made any sense to me. And yet now I see- That America's like, case, like you. A case study of it in front of me. You were going to read the listener mail. I know, wait, say this came in the post, right? Say what- <laughs> Say it was. <laughs> I can't believe. Like say it was right t- out of the gate, she <laughs> fails to read listener mail. It's like that's the job. Did you, let me do the theme so song again. Easy. <laughs> it seems so easy. It seems so easy. We said <laughs> mailbag plus random shit that Bonnie gets off the internet. No, we said Tony's not here. How about if Bonnie reads the listener mail? Such it a seems simple so easy. Idea. Bonnie said I can do that, <laughs> and we all believed. We did. We all, but here's the, okay, say it was the mailman and he delivered to you an envelope, right? And you read what's <laughs> inside. Would you then, if it was a person and they said, oh, I posted a, a thing about a Gouda, would you then, I don't understand, would you then go research? Would you get your encyclopedia out no, and look up? No, but I found this other thing that I thought was interesting. But that's not what you were asked <laughs> to do. <laughs> it's really, it's quite simple that you had one job and it, it really didn't do it yet. Let's let's see if we can actually move forward. Okay. Do you have any other oh mail? Can I just say one thing? I don't no. think so. <laughs> Normally I'm on your side. No. Already. I just don't think I explained well. The guy's name was Emperor Uda. So yeah. go Uda. Yeah, we got he that. He was the next emperor. Go okay. Uda. In line. Two so things. Emperor two things. Gouda. One, we understood <laughs> okay. that the first time. And two, right, we don't give I'll a fuck. I'll go to the I'll, next I'll okay. be honest. <laughs> okay. I didn't understand the first time. All right, I did. But I didn't see the importance of it in my life. <laughs> 
show. Okay, I never backed up. And she's gonna go to the next thing. <laughs> it's a, is, it, is it mail from a listener? Yeah, it's a Uda thing. It's a go Uda <laughs> thing. The first thing was mail from a listener. Well, tangentially, go. Oh, well, it was go Uda. <laughs> okay, Roger Federer. This is about Roger Federer. Okay. Yeah. It, well, if no, you just nobody... read it, we'll find out what it's yeah, about. Yeah, you don't have to set it up. <laughs> just read it. Okay. <laughs> and nobody sent in. An article. Still not reading. About Roger <laughs> <laughs> what part do you want me to read? The part. Whatever you chose to read. This is a, a simple job. A listener okay, writes hold in. On. All right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Did you know? <laughs> is that what they said? No, Did you know? Give me the you. Give me a second. Okay. Traditionally, what you do is uh, this is what you do. You say, uh, Nobody it. named this person <laughs> sent this. And then you and read what they sent. Yeah. I've got it. Okay. 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 <laughs> this is as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> it, happens, okay. it happens to have been sent from an emperor. <laughs> emperor Gauda writes. Okay. And nobody sent in an article about Roger Federer being worried that fans only like him for his outstanding tennis record and not his personality. He complained to the press that he would rather hear the cheers of thousands after telling one of his signature jokes. Federer added that in order to bring his personality to the forefront... Bonnie, he, what are we doing here? I'm giving She's it reading to you. the letter. Okay. okay. He okay. plans on torching the field at this year's Wimbledon while wearing an eclectic, slightly different shade of white. Wow, that okay. is fascinating. Right. And yet he doesn't mention his appliance store. No, he didn't. And so I went there. <laughs> so you I looked did, up the emperor again? No, I found one of his jokes because I thought you'd like to hear one I of his jokes. I can't believe that this no. is going this way. <laughs> no, don't you want to hear By one the way, of his jokes? The simple joke? mission was to, to read us something that a it listener... It was an article. They sent it in. What listener article. sent it in? Oh, they didn't. <laughs> you didn't get the name. Like no, the don't. one thing we do in mailbag is engage our no, listeners by naming them, Bonnie. Name. I think it was Roger Federer himself. Oh, okay, I think don't it came from Roger Federer. Yes, let's okay. tell me a Roger Federer joke. I thought it was a good I already heard one earlier today because I was did? over at Roger oh, Federer's wow. and he, Tom Hanks was cracking up. <laughs> by the way, you haven't even mentioned that I'm wearing the peplos. It, look, it looks fine, Paula. Thank you. I don't think it's going to fool Tom Hanks, though. No, it's not. All right, go ahead. What, so what are you reading? You're reading? I'm so you looked up a Tom... Found, uh, you I looked up a Roger Federer joke. joke. So a listener, an anonymous listener, Bonnie didn't get the name, <laughs> sent an article about Roger Federer that Bonnie read to us, which is not really listener mail, it, he and now she's done additional Senate. research. Right. Yeah. This is so far from the mission statement of the mailbag <laughs> segment. <laughs> it was in the mail. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Uh, Adam's he, becoming inimical again. Yeah. Yeah? He is. That's true. <laughs> That's it's so odious. This, this is my problem. Odios. <laughs> it's Oshios. Oshios. But I don't think Oshios? that's the right I word. I think odious is probably no, better. Oshios <laughs> is go the ahead. word. But, All okay. right. Don't, Read us a Federer don't joke. Don't truckle. Um, okay. He had an upcoming stickle. match with... Don't stickle. Tenny Sandgren. Tenny Samgood? Sandgren. T-E-N-N-Y-S. Tenny's. Tennis. tennis. I think it's tennis spelt wrong. Tennis spelt wrong. So here's what he said. Tennis wasn't going to be a baseball player, not with that name. I'm looking forward to playing against him. I never played against tennis. I played a lot of tennis in my life, but never against tennis. Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. 
And he's so. upset that people don't like how it plays. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the people concentrate on his playing and not his jokes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think keep, he should keep be, playing tennis, Roger. I think he should be really proud of the fact that he plays tennis well. And then he has uh, that, I'll tell you, that appliance store was packed tonight when I was over I'll there. I'll say this, and I've never said this before in, in the, uh, oh, we just got a note from, from Tyler for <laughs> Bonnie. Yes, that's true. Bonnie, guess what? Was, <laughs> that article that was sent in. <laughs> Is an onion article. Well, I was going to close with that. Oh, you were going to. You were going to close with the fact that that the 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 besides the point bullshit you gave us is doubly bullshit because it's fake. The joke is real, but I was going to say I didn't know if the article was real because it was in the onion. Yeah, that means it's not. real. You didn't know if it was real because it was in the onion. Yeah. Did you used to receive Mad Magazine? (laughs) Yeah, but you can never tell which of those are nonfiction in, in, in Mad Magazine. Did you used to get Highlights magazine? Did you think someone really had a fish in their hair? Somebody had toes made of timber. I I can't believe you knew it was in from Onion magazine. Say that, but you know, I never got to it. I want to. I want to put that (laughs) one behind us because that was okay. It was sent in. To the mailbox. <laughs> yeah, but you you had the choice to just to, to bring us things that listeners said to us. This Not was, read a clipping from the onion and then treat it as though it's true. This was my choice. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. 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 Is there another one, one Bonnie? Yeah. yeah. Captain okay. Crinkle, you are on a roll. You are on a winning streak. <laughs> okay, here we go. Okay. This is from nobody, Caleb Shattuck. Well, we got a name. That's Caleb okay. Shattuck. <laughs> well, it's probably made up. Okay. It's Hi there. Um, I know this is a long shot, but I was wondering if anyone in your group, Tony, Bonnie, Paula, or Adam, would be on my podcast where I ask them about any paranormal stories they have. I would be so honored, but understand if not. Anyway, keep on doing what you're doing. I look forward to Tuesdays now. Huh. Well, that's nice to hear. That's a nice request. It's right. v- very Do you nice have any re- paranormal stories, Paula? I don't, but that won't stop Captain Crinkle from <laughs> booking me on that show. It sure won't. Yeah. Boy, she's going to... Does it pay nothing? I didn't look into it because I have <laughs> Of course a story. it pays nothing. <laughs> you have a story? Well, I do, but you maybe you have a paranormal have a story. story? I do. It could explain so much. I... <laughs> Wait a minute. So you brought in this letter from no, a because... listener <laughs> as a way that you as could... As a runway for her paranormal, <laughs> for her paranormal story. story. Is that right? Is that what you did, Bonnie no, Burns? Is she, that what you fucking did, Bonnie? She has sat in front of her computer for years waiting for such an invitation. Yeah. She's like, what, 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 what might our listeners want to share with us? Oh, they might want to ask a question that I can then answer with a long and meandering story that goes nowhere. No, do you have a paranormal story? I do, but I want to hear yours, Bonnie. I want to hear yours. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, please. You prepared a paranormal story. No, I would have I to didn't. think. I'm debating about which one I should tell. Which one? So you she have has more, than, more one. than one paranormal story. <laughs> Did you see the picture that Tony just posted? What was that? She's been abducted by aliens. <laughs> That's a good paranormal story. It's and it and way succinct compared to what's about to unfold. Bonnie, please. Either one of your okay, paranormal here's stories. Here's just a short one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe there is a god. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say that yet. Okay, so after my mom died. It's a comedy uh, show, Bonnie. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Okay, so a bunch of the her grandchildren and great-grandchildren were sitting around talking about like how much they liked her and everything. Okay. There was a picture like on a shelf. Okay. Mm-hmm. And while they were talking, the picture just fell over. A picture of what? Her. Oh. Wow. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> well, thank the Lord. There is one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's, um, you know, what, what's that listener's name? 
Caleb. Caleb, if you want to hear that story on your show, <laughs> but you want to hear it six times longer, we can we can hire out Bonnie to you. Do you want well, to tell your other one? I, lo- I love this. You have another yeah. succinct? You really want another one? Yeah. Just no, a- you want no. to tell it. Yeah. And that's yeah. why I want yeah. you to stew in this. Come on. No, tell you I her. feel like I'm wading into like Just uh, after her dad died, water. they were all yeah. sitting around the living room talking about how much they liked her dad. And then a mom's picture screamed, <laughs> he wasn't that great! <laughs> no, I think I should move on. Really? <laughs> yeah. Really. Okay, well, you have failed the mission okay. again. And yeah. You, you no, somehow no, no. made I a just... listener male think all about you. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't think that's failing. No, she's auditioning. Yeah. She, he said, he listed all of our names and asked if any of us wanted to come yeah, on yeah, that's and right. tell a story. That's okay. a great story. You could go a, tell that. You should. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Can better. I ask you something? What? Did someone maybe throw a couch cushion at the picture? No. <laughs> <laughs> Was there an earthquake? They was, say no. Was someone vacuuming and the cord got wrapped around on the shelf? You weren't there. I said, when did anything happen? They went, nope. Just oh, so you oh, weren't there. You weren't even there. No. So this right. isn't even your paranormal story. No. <laughs> it's some ancestral burns stupid story. <laughs> Paula can't breathe. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you brought a paranormal story that wasn't yours. She was... borrowed a paranormal story. <laughs> to break it out on our podcast, which is about anything other than the paranormal. Oh, my God. All oh, right. Wow, that uh, is. Okay. Do you have another one? I'm wrapping yeah. it up. You know what? I think that was also in The Onion. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nobody Dan Garcia wrote that he recently returned from a vacation in Italy. With nobody listens to Paula Poundstone in mind, I collected soap from each hotel stay, and I'd like to donate for future contests. Please let me know where to send them in a box, not an envelope. Thank you, Dan Garcia. Wow. That's Boy. nice. Boy, that? Dan's bucking for a job on the show. Absolutely. That's yeah, efficient. you know, Tony Anita Hall made a mistake being away this week. Yeah, and, and that was only her other, her second mistake. Her first mistake, <laughs> as we remember, was sending hotel soap in an envelope. Yeah, yeah. Dan, which then arrived Dan thought to do. do it in a box. Yeah. Wow. So, well, Tony, if you're out there, you're fired. Uh, no, she's out there. She is... In space. She is abducted by aliens. I see right. nothing wrong with hiring Dan. All right, Dan Dan Garcia, welcome to the family. Okay, now I think one important question, Dan. How do you look at a peplos? <laughs> <laughs> so, Bonnie, in closing, what do you have? Okay, this is my last thing. So oh, this was sent by Nobody K. Gilbert, and I'm going to open this up. In a crinkly package. There, it's there, in a crinkly I, can, I can't authenticate. She's opening the crinkly oh, package. She made you a beret for French Trump. Oh, that's so kind. How great is that? Oh, that's great. And the card said. And a little bit of Trump hair underneath it. Oh, boy, yeah. That is beautiful. Paula, I love French Trump, or is that French Trump? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Keep going. You can do this, Bonnie. (laughs) However, it seems wrong that a hand puppet, especially a French hand (laughs) puppet, should be without the proper accoutrements. So here is a wig and a beret for French Trump. Now he can be a complete flaming asshole in style. You're nobody, Kay Gilbert. Wow, that's great. Let me ask you something. Thank you so much. Uh, How long were you abroad? Because that accent... (laughs) Phenomenal. Just you know, phenomenal. Just from being around you. If I hadn't been right looking, off the top of my head. If I hadn't been looking right at you. Uh, 
Tony, come home. Please come back, Tony. Please come back. Oh, my God. Adam Felbert is a French Trump. Oh, look, it's everybody's least favorite hand puppet, French Trump. Useful idiot to VP. Useful idiot to VP over. Oh, is that code talk, French Trump? Uh, Not you, pants. You cardboard cutout. I am hoping Vladimir Putin is listening in. VP. Oh, you're calling for the VP, Mike Pence. That's correct. That is correct, Adam Felbert. I am purging all twins from the White House. All twins? They are sneaky. You never know which one you are talking to. Oh, you're talking about the Vindman firing. Yeah, all twins. I don't care what twins they are. They're all gone. I think they were the only ones in the White House. Have you seen The Parent Trap, Adam Felbert? The movie The Parent Trap? That we? I believe I have. It is a thriller suspense movie where Brian Keith... Could not tell Haley Mills from her tween. Oh, okay. Yes, that's true. Yes, there were there were twins They're that were very identical. very tricky. If I found out that Ivanka is a twin, she is dead to moi. What? <laughs> well, she's not a twin. You would know that by now. If I found out that she was, is what I'm saying, Adam Felbert. So you would disown your daughter if she was a twin? Ah, French Trump would disown her. I do not like twins. I'm purging the White House of twins. And the Republicans are letting me do whatever I want because they are afraid I will tweet about them. Would you tweet about them? Republicans tweet, tweet. Yes, I would. <laughs> you would tweet about tweet, anybody who crossed tweet. you. Tweet, That's yeah. right, Adam Felbert. I would tweet if I have to. Would you tweet about me? I would tweet about you, If Adam I crossed Felbert. the line, yeah. And if you were a twin, I would banish you from the White House. Really? Well, I'm not a twin, nor do I have any desire to work in your White House. I didn't do it. I never did it. All right, I did it, but it was a good thing to do. All right. I am French Trump. Yes, thank you, French Trump. Now, Matt, I say that's a very attractive beret you now have. Wow, thank you. All right, well, French Trump, everybody. Now, Bonnie, uh, you're done now, right? I think I am. (laughs) Excellent. That is the end of this edition of... Mailbag! Thank you, Bonnie. Oh, boy. All right, Paula. She is good. She just... Good at what? I'll tell you. She just makes a microphone her own. She really does own the mic. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right, now, if you want to reach out for us for some advice about anything, email us at nobodylistenstopaulapoundstone at gmail.com. From now on, we promise that Tony Anita Hull will curate our mail and not Bonnie Burns. And speaking of hotel soap, Paula, you're going to be on the road. Where are you going to be performing? You know, I hate promoting myself. It's the one part of my job I really dislike. Well, I prefer it to the mailbag segment right now, so why don't you go ahead and do it anyway. All right. I'll be in Atlanta, Georgia at the Buckhead Theater on March 27th. I'm in Boston, Massachusetts at the Wilbur Theater on April 17th. And I'm in New York City at Town Hall on April 30th. New York. Anything else you hate to promote? I do. I hate to promote my Butterfinger single, not my Butterfinger. And the ringtone. (laughs) The ringtone. And the ringtone. <laughs> Not just the single, but also the ringtone. Oh, that particularly irks me. What? Promoting that. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh, I bet it my, does. My single, uh, Not My Butterfinger, and the ringtone are now available for download on my new website. <laughs> PaulaPoundstone.com? Yeah, yeah. PaulaPoundstone.com. Now, you may notice that my new website looks remarkably like my old website. Because as of this That's recording... That's your lion eyes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> as of this recording, the brand new PaulaPoundstone.com with the... Um, with the uh, 
The Poundstone Pussy Pillows available? With the Poundstone Pussy Pillows and, and, and the song and all that isn't up yet. It's up. But we're guaranteed that it will be up. <laughs> the brand up. the brand new one's not up. It's no. Up. It's it's not, you read that in the onion. It's not up. <laughs> it's not up, buddy. <laughs> Any case. Um and the Poundstone Pussy Pillows. The Poundstone Pussy Pillows, which are a approximately <laughs> three inch by four inch pillow uh, stuffed uh with Fresh catnip, um, and there's a cat joke on one side, and on the other side, I am happy to autograph it to your cat. And there's a grommet, too. There is a grommet, uh, so that you can, uh... <laughs> what? So the, uh, uh, well... <laughs> I think Bonnie has fried both of our brains. There's a grommet, so you can put a string through it and pull it, but Ray Horseman just put up on the big computer screen here in the studio... My, 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 my your, your website, website and it's, which looks remarkably body burns like my It almost is like Bonnie is website. lying to us in real time. No, I'm starting to think that Bonnie and the website designer are going to run away to Tony Anita Hull's cruise ship together. With because, all the money from the new website. Yeah, every few weeks I pay more money for the website because he's working so hard on it. Yeah. And for months now I've been being told the new one's up. The new it's one's up. up. It's up now. Yeah. 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 It's Boy, not really you know, bad. I've been having a lot of vision trouble and I think they're taking advantage of that. Yeah, I think they definitely yeah. are. Yeah, that's the new one. Oh, it's just that your eyes don't work very well. Anyway, that looks remarkably like my old website. And what the old website does have, by the way. So even if the new one isn't up and it's guaranteed to be up by the time you hear this. Oh, even it's if the new one isn't up. You can find a complete list of Paula's upcoming performances at paulapoundstone.com. Fun fact, the world's most expensive coin sold for $7.6 million and yet was still only able to purchase 15 minutes on a parking meter. And we're back. Hey, Paula, is your brain as fried as mine is right now? Oh, my God. I feel like Bonnie damaged my brain. <laughs> <laughs> like, like The rest of that segment was a mess, and I, I can't even tell you that I'm back to 100% yet. It was it was uh, out-of-body experience. Yeah. It was, just, I'm just rattled. Well, no, because at the time I was placed in a metal box and dropped off a cliff right. was easier than what we just went through. I, guess, I bet um, it's easier to stay on topic. Uh, yeah. Because your only topic yeah. is I'm in a metal box. Yeah, your whole topic is, ah! Yeah, exactly. And there's uh, nobody there to say, you know, I Googled Metal Box, <laughs> and it turns out that there's a very interesting history to boxes. <laughs> Did you know they were spherical back in ancient Egypt? Uh, they didn't call them boxes either. I called them carry spheres. Adam, answer the phone. Answer the phone? Answer the phone. Caller, we are in the home stretch of this podcast. I, is it my fault that the 100th caller? I told you it was going to be a popular contest, yeah. and you wouldn't listen it's to me. It's not popular with it me. It is. It is. Hello. Adam, welcome to Nobody Listens to Paula Boundstone. Hello. Am I the 100th caller? You're not. You're caller number 31. Is this Winnie Feynman? It is Winnie. It is I, Adam. It is Winnie Rose Feynman. Uh, I, 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 I'm not Hi, the 100th caller. No, you're caller number 31. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I just have to win, Adam. It's important for you, too. Why is it important for me? I have booked us to perform love letters at the Herschel Bernardi Community Theater in Huntington, New York. The Herschel Bernardi Community Theater in and Huntington, New York? we need the time hanging out after the game to rehearse. Uh, no. Well, first, first, let, 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 I've let's... I booked it, Adam. I've booked it. Do you live near there? Yes. Uh, that's interesting because I actually uh, I grew up on Long Island, not far from Huntington. That's one of the first personal things you've ever told me, Adam. Well, I'm not. It's not really personal. I'm just, I'm sharing it with all of our audience. 
Well, no, but you're telling me over the phone. I want to thank you so much for that. Well, in any case, I have no intention of performing the play Love Letters with you at any theater, let alone one in Huntingdon. I'm not sure what you mean by that. I'm not going to um, do it. Adam, another reason that we do need to get together, um, and I will call back because I would like to be the 100th caller. No, um, you don't have to, But really. it's also because I have made you some banana jam that I really want to give to you. Banana jam? Yes, I know that bananas are your favorite fruit, and I wanted to make... Yes, I said that bananas are my favorite yes, fruit. Yes, and so it was very hard to make a banana jam. I had I've to... never heard of such a thing. Well, I looked it up on the internet, and... How, uh, how did you make it, Winnie? Uh, with bananas. Yeah, and then what did you do? I put it in a Did a you just bowl. squish a bunch of bananas into a jam jar? No, no, not at all. You have to go through a big process. There's a strainer involved, and... Um, Winnie, I don't want it. Adam? Yeah? Um, your rejections are becoming very special to me. <laughs> oh, good Lord. Really? Yes. I've recorded a lot of them. Why are they special to you? Because I am, in fact, rejecting you. I know. And, um, I want to tell you that it's a kind of a pain that I carry deep in my heart. And, oh, Jesus um, Christ. It's, it means a lot to me, and I want to thank you so much for taking my call, and I would really like you to have this banana jam. I'm not going to take the banana jam. I want to encourage all the nobodies to come to the Herschel Bernardi Theater on July 9th when Adam Felber and I will perform Love Letters. And I want to thank you so much, Adam. If anybody's still listening at this point, and I frankly don't know why you would be, um, I will not be there on July 9th. It's a big theater, Adam, and people are going to be very disappointed if you're not there. <laughs> They're going to have to live with disappointment. The smell of banana jam on your breath. There won't be any banana jam on my... Winnie, uh, let's just call it a night right now. Can, All right, can I, gotta, I gotta have to call back anyways, because, you know, the time when we hang out after the game is a very important time for us and to rehearse. And it is not going to happen in we any way, We have to do the staging, form. Adam. We have to do the staging. I don't think my like, wife gonna, would approve. You're gonna sit over there, no. and I'm gonna sit over here. No. That's my, very important for the staging. No, it's and not the gonna, lights. And it's not gonna happen, Winnie. My wife go. wouldn't approve of it, and I love my wife a lot. So, uh, so uh, I, I don't think I can do it. I don't know. Well, you know, I may have to replace you with Tom Hanks. Replace who with Tom Hanks? You. Me? Yeah. Go ahead. Um, do you have the phone number for Roger Federer? Because I know he was over there tonight. <laughs> Wait, can I just go now? Yeah, okay. I guess it's time to go. It's good talking to you, Adam. Thank you very much for adding another rejection to... Um, oh. I was caught in a trap. I also made you this hat with bric-a-brac. It's a paper hat, and it's shaped like a cone, and has bric-a-brac around the edges of it and blue dingle balls, and I would like you to have that as well. <laughs> I don't want that. I would never wear a paper hat in a cone shape with bric-a-brac and, and, and hanging balls. Not hanging balls, Adam. Dingle balls. <laughs> What's a dingle ball? The balls that hang. All right, I have to go. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Paula. Adam. Yes? Adam. Once again, we're coming to the end of a show that has been so fun for us to make. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the part that just beat the shit out of us. Uh, <laughs> and we're hoping that our listeners have enjoyed it, too. Uh, yes. The streets of Podcastville, however, are littered with podcasts that died because they didn't have enough listeners. Yes, or they just overstayed their welcome. Yeah. I can't imagine that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, 
the best way to spread the word about our podcast is by you, the listeners, telling others that you have a good time listening to Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, the comedy podcast. Therefore, most weeks I have created a simple sample dialogue to guide listeners in that conversation. But Adam, you have often felt that this technique may not be reaching enough people. I question its efficiency. And I want you to know, I hear you. So this week, I have created a simple sample monologue to be used to address a crowd of potential new listeners. For example, if you can possibly grab the microphone to the PA system at your local grocery store, try this. Oh, here we go. This is interesting. Good afternoon, shoppers. This week, Brown's Market is practically giving away Kellogg's Pop-Tarts. We've got to. They have so many flavors, they nearly take up a whole aisle now. I mean, everybody loves the brown sugar and cinnamon frosted, and the strawberry or blueberry aren't bad at a pinch, but they've gotten carried away. There's s'mores-flavored Pop-Tarts. Jeez, real s'mores don't even taste that good. It's just fun to melt shit with fire. Some flavors I never even heard of before. What's hymenberry, and who put sprinkles on it? What? Well, they're on sale now, so get them out of here. Also, that kind of toilet paper with the bears that are always talking about how it doesn't stick to their butts? Go ahead, take it. What kind of endorsement is that? Bears don't even use toilet paper. I know what you're thinking. Do not you? real bears. They're animated. Well, guess what? Animated bears don't even poop. So load up on that. I think you can get at least half off. Shit, the grocery store manager is coming. Okay. I gotta tell you this quick. I listen to Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, the comedy podcast, and I love it. It's funny, mostly, but even when it isn't, you learn something. Adam Felber is on every show, and Scott Francisca says it's a weekly clusterfuck for the soul. Don't buy the Inquirer. It's part of the police state. Okay, simple sample monologue. Yeah, yeah, this way here we reach a bigger, and I'm encouraging the listeners, when they go to a grocery store, grab that PA, and, and say this. Say this. The, exactly this? Yeah, well, it's a good idea. Is it? Yeah. Because it feels like you've probably alienated a lot of uh, potential listeners and possibly gotten taken off the microphone before you even get to the Paula Poundstone part. No, I said the Paula Poundstone part. Yeah, but you might not get to if you were a listener grabbing a microphone in a supermarket. No, you have to sound like, you know, uh, good afternoon shoppers. Oh, I you get it. You have to sound like the person Yeah, the but still, when, once you get to, like, Hymenberry? <laughs> What's, what's that? I, this is what I'm asking. It's, but it's not a flavor of Pop-Tart. It is. It's a flavor of Pop-Tart. Hymenberry with sprinkles. Yes. You know, I'm not even going to look that up, Paula. <laughs> I'm just, just going to really? let that go in a vaguely nauseated fashion. Bo- Bonnie's going to look it up. Uh, Bonnie's already Captain looking it up. Bonnie's on her phone right there. Captain Crinkle is looking it up, and she's going to present us a letter from a listener about it next week. And yeah, one that she writes. Her, you, know what, you know what really bugs me? Is she, looks, she looks happy over there. <laughs> She's got that look on her face like, job well done. <laughs> Gave her drop the bomb on our show. And she's like, say, uh, yeah. Top that, Tony Anita Hall. <laughs> and Boy, that's what bugs me the most. She certainly has set the bar high. Abani's <laughs> uh, now complaining that, that Tony she's, had all the she's mail. She's blaming it on, on Tony. Uh, oh, wow. Did you? Did you see the... Uh... She just threw somebody on a boat under a bus. <laughs> Did you see the picture Tony Anita Hall just posted no, on social networking? She's wrestling an octopus. It's got like one of its legs wrapped around her neck, and she's still having a better time. Than we are. <laughs>
She's, All right. she's still in less danger than we are. I, I really oh, feel like something has been God. done to my soul. Nobody's remember her email address is nobody listens to Paula Poundstone at gmail.com. And you can find me and Adam on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can find my remarkably soft tri-poly blend t-shirt with a self-portrait on the left breast and a memorable quote on the back at paulapoundstone.com. Tri-poly, it's the future. That's our show, everybody. Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone is hosted by Paula Poundstone and yours truly, Adam Felber. Produced by Paula Poundstone, Adam Felber, Bonnie Burns, Ken Lezebnik, and please come back, Tony Anita Hull. Technical direction by Ray Horseman and mixing by Michael Hoagie. Special thanks to tonight's house band, Omar Leva! And thanks to our guest, Danae Hurst. Transcription services for our show provided by Transcribe Me for your special Paula Poundstone discount. Use code Paula Poundstone when placing your order at transcribeme.com. And on a sad note, I want to wish the best. We want to wish the best to our security muscle for the show, Tyler Burke. He's been with us for a long time, and he is moving on to greener pastures. So to Tyler, the Studio City behemoth Burke, thank you so much. That's our show for tonight. Won't somebody please listen to me? We're not done, are we? I think we are. Tyler, we're going to miss you, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to be the same. So we're not going to have anybody walk the guests back and forth? I guess we could ask Roger Federer. (laughs) (laughs) They're just going to be out there fending for themselves on Miranda Street. Huh. Doesn't seem safe. Star Bands Avenue, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.